0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, aka Kyrie Irving, aka Diddy Hendricks, aka Diddy Quarantino, aka NBA Youngboy, aka Vaccine Abdul Jabbar, aka Vaccine Shaw Attorney at Law, aka Frugal Vandross, aka Moby Dick, aka Because These Niggas Keep Fishing, aka Diddy Love Kids, aka I'm still him over there and on the hotline is my wonderful and gracious co-host as always.
1: Hey y'all, it's your girl Allie Nicole, aka your favorite little shit talker, aka that bald-headed badass, aka Miss Mama's the shot caller, aka the merry little saint of Dixmont Street, aka the nightmare on Hell Street, aka that little baby who is choosing violence. Calvin, how you doing?
0: i'm i'm i ain't gonna lie to you friend i'm a little tired you know what i'm saying I, i've had a long couple couple days and actually a long couple weeks um i saw my mama uh hey, early, mama. saw mama earlier today and even she so i want you to know how busy me and my mom are right so my mom's <laughs> birthday was last month happy birthday moms and i was in chicago for a conference on her actual birthday right oh, you ain't so, shit the nerve of me, right? The ner- <laughs> absolute gall to go to the National NBA Conference. And they- actually, it's not my fault. It's their fault. They should have known my mama's birthday was that weekend. And like, she is a legend. How dare you? you know, and actually, like, move the schedule around for her. You know what I'm saying? The nerve of them, right? But, and so, and you know, we, we was like, when, when we come back, we'll do a birthday dinner. Both me and my mother have been so busy, we have yet to have this birthday. Did y'all stand
1: dinner. each other up for
0: her birthday dinner? Like, cause we, like, it's like, we try to figure out schedules. some true,
1: like, I don't even know, but that's some, that's, that actually sounds like something my son would do.
0: Like, Honestly. It's, like, it's on some Like, we try to figure out each other's schedule. When she free, I'm busy. When I'm free, she busy. I got class. She got, you know, Bible study and church and, you know, saving the world and NAACP presidencies it's and all that. It's crazy how your
1: mama be really out here praying for your safety and you be drunk on a Saturday. <laughs> 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 your mom would really be in her her prayer cloth she'd be breaking out the oil and everything and you'd be out here shaking your ass
0: <laughs> first and foremost relax re-fucking relax um nah cause that remind me it was like I was like it's like does your pastor know you like getting choked in bed <laughs> it's like
1: oh oh my pastor does <laughs> I'm being very loud
0: Ma'am, I almost, I almost spit this entire drink. This entire drink almost was spit out. Like, and it would have ruined my computer. You, you me. You, you was about to owe me a new laptop. You was about to owe me a new laptop. By just letting you know this now, um, my mr
1: does. But I am being loud.
0: <laughs> listen, you know, somehow, somehow, some he, he don't really rock with but he he lay a holy hand on all the women. He praying with all the women. Jesus, like he's like, hey, hey baby, we gonna make it work, baby. Um,
1: Oh, shit. I am a anyway, week.
0: but I say that to say, <laughs> like, because my mom compared us right now to, like, two ships passing through the night yeah. because we're, we're, we're like, so busy that, like, we try to steal time together when we can. And that actually kind of reminded me of a lot of my relationships right now. It's like, we're both, this is a very busy season for a lot of us. And, you know, some things that need to be done, goals that need to be hit, assignments that need to be met, deadlines that need to be met. And so if, you know what I'm saying, like, I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who thinks that, like, damn, man, I ain't heard, like, I ain't heard from, I ain't heard from Diddy in a while. Like, man, we haven't, like, we we keep up, but we ain't really, and, and it's understanding that, like, sometimes it feels like two ships passing them at night, right? Like, like, me and you, outside of, like, actual podcasts, I haven't, like, seen each other in, you know what I'm saying, a minute. Because yeah. just the schedules, you know what I'm saying, and everything, it has.
1: And I don't happened. be outside like that no more. You know what like, I'm saying? I just, I, I got... All right, I'm not going to lie. They niggas did have to drag me by the little bit of hair that's on my head in order to get me outside this Sunday. And that was a late party. Was I mad that I went? No. However... And was I out too, too late? Absolutely not. But you ever be like, all right, I could do an early Sunday fun day and be in bed by 11 o'clock? No. The function didn't start until 10.
0: Nigga! See, 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 that Sunday night shit be... I'm like, fam, like, we are adults now, like... Who the was, fuck do you think I is? Cause I was talking, I was talking about beloved, you know what I'm saying? We was we was having a conversation about the shit that we used to do as like college-age adults, and, and like, you know what I'm saying, like the shit, the things that we just felt was okay, but like pulling all-nighters. If I pull an all-nighter today, you all have to put me in the hospital. Like Baby, don't, I don't even play like that. Listen, there's been times, even in school, where I'm like. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to not know this because I'm sleepy and I could either be I could even come into this test or whatever, not knowing it, but be well rested or come in here not knowing it and be tired. I'm gonna go chew, I'm gonna do sleep. Just because of the certain things that we used to do, we never went you know I'm saying we did we haven't did for real for real because it's like our body just can't take that. But my body would break, su-
1: break the fuck down.
0: You I would literally
1: crack in two pieces if I tried to do that shit.
0: And part of the reason, part of the reason I'm tired right now is because I've been up since like seven because I had to go speaking for some, a uh, of some children, friend some children earlier today, man. So, um, and, okay,
1: wait, whoa, whoa. You spoke for the kids. Did he let the
0: kids? Spoke for the kids. So, um, we're recording this on Wednesday. And so Wednesday the 20th is considered unity day, um, oh. around, around the world. And so it's about, about really trying to like curb kind of some of the verbal abuse and bullying that like is going on in the schools. (laughs) Um, and and so like, you spoke about verbal abuse and bullying. (laughs) (laughs) Madam, madam, miss mama. I don't appreciate that laugh. Y'all appreciate that.
1: We're the biggest bullies in Cincinnati. Did you not know? I'm the mean girl of Cincinnati. Were you not aware?
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I listen. You can't believe everything everyone tells you. Man.
1: I mean, allegedly, apparently, I am the mean girl of Cincinnati. So, listen.
0: oh man. Um, but so I was, it, it, you know, really talking to the kids because honestly, all jokes aside, like this year has been rough for the school I was talking to. Right, they had right a couple of a couple of tragedies I, on top of everything else that everyone else was dealing with. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, their whole world's kind of been shook upside down. So, it was, I was part of a group of people who spoke to the kids today. And, and, and you know, apparently, apparently I'm already an arrogant person. So, I'm just going to add to it. Apparently? Uh, apparently, right?
1: Um, okay. We're keeping it honest tonight. I, I, I respect that.
0: But I really do this public speaking thing. Like, I, like, I really, like, because truth be told, I was, I was going to try to, like, write a little something, write some notes last night. Never got to it because of school because i was in class i needed to do stuff, and by the time i got around to it again i valued sleep over trying to write this these couple notes right i was supposed to speak for like five seven minutes i'm like i can either get this sleep and be you know a better person for these kids or i can write and then be tired and cranky i chose sleep so i'll get up there and i'm like damn you really have nothing written down you all right bro go ahead figure it out so I go up there, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm rushing because I have a, another meeting at like nine something, so I can't stay too long. They're trying to shuffle me around. So I go up there and I kill it. Like I, I really did. Because I knew what I wanted to say. And it reminded me of sometimes people lash out in ways because their own personal lives ain't, ain't, ain't what it seems to be. So they lash out in some ways, but also we're way more alike. Then we are different. And sometimes we use those differences to try to like make fun of folk, divide folk, talk shit about folk instead of I ain't cuss in front of the kids, obviously. But talk, right. you know what I'm saying? Talk shit in front of the folk instead of really trying to focus on what we what we all share in common. Um, and so just really talking about how that that person who like one of the popular kids, like, you know, and you know, chose to take his own life when I was in like like Eighth, ninth grade, you know what I mean? And we was, and mind you, we 13, 14 years old. This is right. This is the first time any of this shit happened to us. You know what I mean? And so we're like, especially because like it wasn't like the stereotypical quote unquote nerdy kid that got bullied or anything. Like, no, everybody liked him. Everybody rocked with dude. Even right. I, someone who didn't really know him like that, I'm like, oh, he's a cool dude. Right. And so, and so that kind of forced us as a community, as a high school, as a middle school, to try to figure out, like, yo, like. We, should, we don't know what other people are going through. You know what I'm saying? So trying to, like, it's real after-school special shit, but, like, we don't know what other people are going through. We just see what they choose to represent. And so you're trying to, you're, whether you're trying to tear down somebody or trying to make fun of somebody or whether you're tearing down someone because of what, what they're representing or what they're bringing to the public light. Like, you have no idea what's going on in their life. And, 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 and having that sort of care and having that sort of understanding that we're really better together than what we've been, if we try to separate really kind of was the lesson that came through after dealing with that tragedy and they dealt with similar things. Um, unfortunately this year. And so it was like trying to speak to them about that, um, was honestly, I, I, you don't want to ever brag. Like I made, I made, I made that make time. Cause it's important. It's important for people who being where these kids have been, these are like six, these are like sixth graders, but being where they've been, but and was able to get to some level of success, some modicum of success to be able to come back and try to, import the knowledge that you can to the sixth graders and in a way that they understand it. Like, I ain't coming here talking about critical race theory or, or some, like, college, <laughs> like, some college level, you know what I'm saying, stuff that, like, even adults don't understand. Like, hey, like real talk, if you ever made fun of, like, raise your hand. Cool. Right. You ever, if you ever made fun of somebody, raise your hand.
1: If you've ever been personally victimized by Regina George, raise your Raise hand. your hand.
0: Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, just bringing it down. So, I'm tired, but it's, it's, it's a good tired because you feel like you did something important that wasn't just working for your company, wasn't just crunching numbers, wasn't just doing whatever. So I feel, I feel for that.
1: You know what? I think that a huge part of bullying is the, the carrying on. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, for instance, certain things would die if you stopped giving it life and attention like they give you this analogy during like especially bullying sessions like when they, they do anti-bullying events a lot they be like i mean the dog only barks like how remember i'm trying to think of the way to say this cuz the like, dog, when the dog but, past, but, right when you walk past the fence and you like take the stick and you rattle the fence and the dog that doesn't bark they typically leave alone but the dog that does bark they constantly rattle the fence cuz they know that they're going to get a reaction right so they tell you to pretty much ignore bully yeah. That's effective sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I say that because sometimes people play the long game. They like to agitate. They like to aggravate. They like to keep poking you. And you can ignore it because that is the the quote unquote bigger person trope. And the bigger per like the mature thing to do is to ignore the bullies. They'll eventually find get bored and find something else to do. Then you've got people who persist because they on have an agenda, right? And that's kind of like the adult bullying factor of things, right? Like, Right. Like, Did he love the kids? Right. But as you grow older, bullies don't necessarily die; they transition. And I think as you grow older, the the dope concept of things is you face bullies in every step of your life and in every aspect. You face people who really just don't know when to let shit fucking go.
0: And, so, and, it, and it's 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 interesting because it's like look, like there's there's two there's always three sides to a the story: their side, your side, and what actually happened. Right. And it's like at, at the end of the day, I'm a I'm a big believer in energy. I'm a big believer in energy. I'm a big believer in putting energy in things that you things that make you happy. Like I you know, what I'm saying like, you know, what I'm saying I was talking with one of the homies who, who you know what I'm saying who's go, who's going through something right now. It ain't my it ain't my business to say what, but they're going through something right now. And I was like, hey, bro, I need you. To, I need you to find what what whatever stuff gives you joy and focus on that right now. Like right. all this other shit that like you can't control, like the sadness, but whatever you know, what I'm saying like it sucks but it's, it's here now focus on the things that give you joy that way you can try to give yourself a mental break from this, this anguish of always focusing on whatever's around you that's wrong and like for me like it took it, t- it took time but it's like you really f- focusing on the things that i i care about and and not focusing on the shit that i don't give a fuck about
1: my therapist is a woman of like we have healthy dialogue but I like the fact that I have a therapist who does a lot of listening and not a bunch of like talking and we'll touch on that here in a minute. But my therapist, honestly, like me and girl, like we talk and it took me a while to find a therapist that works for me, but I'm glad that me and homegirl, like honestly, no, I think I went through two therapists before I found my girl. And then, and again, I found my therapist in the midst of my divorce. So it, it was been, it's been very healthy and very beautiful for me. However, um. Um, my therapist hit me with something that it stuck with me because I was just like I kind of felt like that way that damn why does shit always happen to me why is all this dark shit happen to me like what the fuck is going on and she was like well what lives is what you feed what thrives is what you feed so if you're feeding all of the negativity and all the dumbass shit and all the drama and all the bullshit and all the things you cannot control those are going to be the things that continue to breathe life into your life not saying that unexpected, unexpected negative shit doesn't happen. Not to say that you can't control your controllables, but you can't life control be life,
0: and sometimes, life, like. be
1: life and sometimes. And if you're going to feed the negative portion of how life be life, and then that's, what's going to breathe life into your shit. I but mean, if you, but like, you really have to feed on the only thing that lives is what you feed. So when it comes circling back to like your point about bullies and shit like that, There are certain people that feed off of that kind of attention, and the fact that you are bothered, and the fact that their dumbass shit does bother you, literally, object permanence does pertain to people. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't think about. It's crazy. I don't give energy to people in my life that, or people that were once in my life, or anything that I really don't want to exist anymore. It's not that I wish you death. I don't wish you. I just want you deliberately not a part of my life and deliberately not a part of my life. I have a tendency and this is just me. I have a tendency to fight when the battle has been long over, long overdue, long long time dead. I have a tendency to how do I say this? I have a tendency to pick up swords when I should honestly be putting them down. I fight a lot of battles that aren't even mine to fight a lot of times. Like being a fighter is kind of a part of, my, kind of part of my personality. It's the thing that makes me me. Y'all know for a fact that Alex is going to go to war. She may not win, but she, that bitch is going. You know what I'm saying? So and my growth and my maturity is I'm only fighting for people or fighting with people who actually want to win the battle with me. We want to come out on the other side as better. I don't fight for people who don't want to fucking be here. And on the flip side of that, you can just leave me the hell alone too. It sucks to It it, like And it sucks, but I don't want confrontation or issues with people when the battle isn't about finding understanding with each other. If we're fighting simply because we don't like each other, that's a lost cause for me at this point. I ain't giving that no more energy. You can literally dislike me by yourself because I know where I stand with motherfuckers and they should know where they stand with me too. I, I talk too much for you to not know where I stand with you. So you know exactly how I feel. And if we no longer have words or business with each other... Leave me the fuck alone. You can absolutely do the same. It works it works the exact same way.
0: The the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it, right? I mean, exactly. And and I you know what I mean? Like choose choose to water your grass. however you water your grass, but like if you water in weeds, nigga like that the shit the shit is hustling backwards, you know what I mean? But Hey, at the end of the day, understand that like you know, kids are... A lot of our kid shit is still adult shit. We just, like you said, it manifested differently, right? Like, we had... Kid shit
1: is adult shit. We just can drink now.
0: Yeah, like, we we had to... Because we had to stop telling girls, like, oh, if a boy's mean to you, that means he like you. And, like, I see some niggas still do that same shit. Like, hey, bro, like, you ain't got a riff on a girl because you like her, nigga, like... Just give a compliment like a normal pu- human being, you asshole. Or, or, the, or, the women, or the women who, instead of giving a compliment, like, mm-hmm, where you going? Looking like a slut. Like, man, if I'm handsome, just say that. Like, you don't have to just, like, it's, it, honestly, man, like, it, the human brain is something very interesting. And shout out to all you psychology majors who actually took the time in to study that motherfucker, because I know that motherfucker is confusing.
1: The only thing I say is this. And and to the adults who are dealing with bullying, to the children who are dealing with bullying, beat they motherfucking ass. No, okay, wait. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Damn it, woman.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Allie love the kids too. But no, nah, but for real, I do believe that you should ignore things like that. Like I the first, your first move should be like, you know what? Suck my dick. Literally suck my dick. The second portion is, there's a difference between ignoring a bully and standing up for yourself because I don't believe anybody has the right to just let somebody treat them and handle them how, how you feel like it. You can't talk, sit around talking about how you're not the one to play with and then allow people to play with you. The difference here is that you don't have to play on their game board, play on yours. Take that advice for however you choose.
0: Man, at the end of the day, just focus on focus on the things that give you joy i think i think whether you whether you're being bullied or you are the bully like focus on the things that actually give you joy like the things that actually make you smile like even the bully the victim don't make you smile you getting off of that shit but you really don't fuck with that person who you who you bully like focus on the shit that make you smile i've
1: never man. understood feeding people energy that you do not like i've never understood that even in my worst days Like since his grandma said, you don't have to fuck with me and I don't have to fuck with you either. Like, who the hell are you? In order for you to feel like it's the superiority complex. It's the ego for me. It's the arrogance for me. It's the audacity, most of all. Like, baby, you are no one special. And I'm treating you that way. Because you're not special to me. I'm not special to you. So why do I have to give you energy? What the fuck do you think I owe you? Like, everybody can just move on. It's time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. But no, you know what? On a different note, can't say it's a lighter. Um we would be remiss if we didn't at least pay our final respects to General Colin Powell.
0: Yeah. Um so for those who don't know, General Colin Powell was the uh first black secretary of state. Um only problem was he was the first black secretary of state for the Bush administration. <laughs> and and wump, I think wump. And I think, so his passing, at 84, by the way, so he's 84 years old, is an interesting viewpoint in, like, the duality of man, right? Because I can understand that you, both things can be true. You, you definitely broke barriers. You, you broke glass ceilings. You were definitely a historical figure that made historical moves. But you're also a war criminal. A little
1: monger, my nigga. You You want to talk
0: about choosing violence? (laughs) Nigga, that Bush administration was the biggest bullies ever. They said I thought a broke nigga said something, okay? (laughs) Nigga, they was going around the Middle East like the high school principal was just looking for problems. Like, "Mm -hmm, what's what's going on, y'all? You know I'm the home monitor here. Jameer and
1: Keys in that goddamn... (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Shut up, Calvin. Wait, <laughs> like, they was out here just man, out here high school principal in the shit up. And the fuck, thing is that did you have you ever seen their like administration photos of like the, the board? Nigga, Baby, they look,
1: they like, look like an album cover.
0: Like, nigga, bombs over Baghdad, part three. <laughs> nigga, like, <laughs> they was not
1: playing no games.
0: Listen, and so I think. Often I often feel some type of way when we we immediately go into critique of someone immediately after they die, like their body's not even cold yet.
1: I truly do hate that shit too. You know now what I'm there saying? are certain people that like when they die, I'm gonna feel nothing when they die and,
0: that, and that's fine. I, that's fine. and like we you, we know who they are as far as like celebrities, public figures, or whatever. <laughs> but at the same time, I try to be cognizant that like at least in the immediate aftermath of their death, no matter who they were, someone cared about them. And I know if a shoe was on the other foot, and someone I cared about died, but they may have not been everyone's cup of tea. If I see motherfuckers out here while the body's still warm, you know what I'm saying, slandering and bringing up all their shit, I'm going to feel some type of way too. So I I, I don't try to do the whole, like, you know what I mean? It's like, we could give it 48 hours. You know what I'm saying? We can give them some time before we discuss how, you know what I'm saying, how terrible a person is if they die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Saying nothing is also a thing. Shutting up is still free. Like, you don't have to say a comment to everything. I promise you.
1: The other portion about that is Colin Powell did die of... So, the cause of death was he had... Complications. uh, So, wait. He had complications with COVID, but... Um, so he did die of COVID-19. However, he was fully vaccinated, but he died of melanoma, which is a blood disease, and which also weakens his immune system. So him being vaccinated gave him a fighting chance, but even vaccination still weakened his immune system because it if you know duh, you know what a vaccine is, right?
0: So like I the, don't I, like I the, so <laughs> sorry, go ahead. The man was eighty-four. It had blood cancer. Like, so, and also, again, I don't like people using deaths to push any sort of agenda. It's nasty. No matter what the agenda is, it's nasty. Even if it's, even if it's an agenda I agree with, it's nasty. Stop doing that. But this man was 84 years old with blood cancer and other... He That wasn't the only disease that he had, so, like, yeah, like, he is the po- he was the poster child for mu compromise so especially with 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 delta variant and everything going on like yeah that shit can happen like you it, and i'm gonna keep this real brief you niggas trying to do gotchas on one-off events like just tell me that y'all don't understand math you feel me like the numbers never said 100 nigga it said 99, 98, it said whatever. It never was 100. So yes, you're going to find one-offs here and there of the the 1%. But that's how fucking numbers work.
1: Thank you. The second portion of that is this. Stop treating the vaccine as if it's a magic bean for all immunities. Like, niggas who get the flu shot still can catch the common cold. Niggas who get the flu shot can still get the flu. They just don't die from it. It's it doesn't kill you the way that the flu does. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to be funny or or be flippant about this anymore or spend a lot of time on it at all because I've cussed y'all out enough about this shit. The part that irritates me about it is your body, for the most part, as people who doubt the vaccine, is already full of vaccines. You are full of vaccinations. Full of them. And You're a lot the of the public
0: full, didn't you?
1: If you went to public school at all, you are full of vaccinations. Actually, if you've been in a school setting at all, you're full of vaccinations. Like, I hate that people are assuming. I don't, how do I say this? At this point, I can't sit here and say that I don't care. If you're not fully vaccinated, I'm probably not friends with you anymore. Or you, feel you, I'm around you very seldomly because it's not even that you're choosing to stay. Okay, I'm not going to be fully vaccinated, but you're also not doing other things that not only just protect yourself but the people around you. You're not going to get vaccinated, okay? But you're also not going to stay in the house. You're also not going to wear a mask. You're also probably not washing your hands and being as sanitary as you are being possible as you possibly can. You're not others also taking other precautions to make sure that you're also being safe in other regards. You really just want the right to be willfully ignorant, and dumb as fuck. And don't give me the conversation or or the narrative about body autonomy because it doesn't apply when women want abortion and, and, and reproductive rights against their bodies. Don't give me the bullshit about um, how employers don't have the right to ask—they absolutely do. Because anybody who has had to have a full-time job, they ask you in your while you're filling out insurance if you're a smoker and a non-smoker, because it does raise your insurance premiums. Because now you're you're willfully putting your health at risk. Stop making it seem like people are invading your privacy by asking you about your vaccination status during a public health crisis. This is—we are in the middle of a pandemic, and y'all are being very myopic and selfish about this shit. At this point, it's not about you wanting to or to not take. The vaccine. It's about the fact that you know that you're being willfully harmful by not taking the vaccine and also not doing other things to curb that. Y'all still want to travel, kick it, party, smoke, and not wear a fucking mask. I have a problem with that.
0: One final thing, and then we'll get we'll move right up off of that because you said a lot that I don't need to repeat it. But the funny thing is, it's like the phrase, man, it, it don't even stop you from getting sick, it just stops you from going to the hospital. Like, that's not a huge thing. Also,
1: not that this needs to be mentioned, but not, and it sucks that I even want to talk about this as well, but it also frustrates the high holy hell out of me because, okay, say you need to go to the hospital for something non COVID related. Mm -hmm. The people currently occupying COVID beds or or hospital beds period are non the vast majority of these of people being admitted to the hospital for COVID related symptoms are people who are not vaccinated. So you don't want to get vaccinated. You want to continue to put more strain on the already overworked healthcare system. It's getting ready to fail. Just like the housing bubble is getting ready to burst, too. We'll talk about that in another episode when we have an expert on who can explain this shit a lot better than I can. Um, Shout out to Zillow. But
0: (laughs) hey, Zillow. Zillow, no, I almost uh, made an aside, but I want you to keep going. But Zillow, you ain't slick, nigga. You You ran into a snag. You ran into a snag. snag. No, you got caught.
1: (laughs) You got caught up. Like, let's be clear. And shout out to TikTok. TikTok has been running amok on the anyway. I actually might download TikTok just for the conspiracy theories because I'm kind of into that shit.
0: But I'm like, not downloading that shit for a lot of reasons. If, if, if you feel the need to send me something, send me something. But I'm not downloading it off a of principle at this point.
1: Oh my God. Calvin, stand in solidarity head ass. But...
0: <laughs> but, but and, the, and the thing is, it's like one final thing, like, it, it don't even stop me from getting sick, it just stops me from going to hospital. Like, that's not... That's a huge thing. Like, you... you this vaccine means that you get this virus killed them motherfuckers and you don't die like that is a good thing and secondly uh it ain't do shit to me just stop my uh taste of no uh taste of smell you mean it didn't do shit to you besides fuck up your brain enough where you can no longer taste and smell so like your, your
1: nervous b- system my nigga your nervous system <laughs> and people who quote unquote only lost their taste and smell ask them how good their memory is
0: or ask them or ask them if they if if, if their smell came back normal or if her no. taste came back normal, like no. I, knew, I know, I know, I a girl who who damn near had to become vegan after she got COVID because the smell of beef literally makes her throw so well. up. Like honestly, and I keep it's it's the fucked up thing is uh, we as a society have made this either you get COVID and survive or you die, and like there's a whole middle ground of fucked up options here that we're just not really talking about. It's like, yeah, you didn't die, but your quality of life is a lot worse. If you can't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, do whatever you want with your body. It's your body, your choice, your rules. Just be smart about whatever you do. And, and, if, and, if, and if that's choosing not to get the vaccine for whatever reason, that's fine. But also be smart in what you do in order to make sure that you're still safe because, nigga, this shit is really still not a game.
1: It's truly not. And, you know... Also, anybody who's had to travel internationally lately, or at least in the past year, um, the mandates, the requirements, the fucking paperwork... In order to travel internationally, the, the like, no, I may not have had to show my vaccination card, but I did have to show a negative COVID test leaving and trying to enter the country. Like, niggas are not playing. And also, other countries think that U.S. citizens are disgusting because of our COVID Oh, uh, we're,
0: uh, we're, uh, we're still very much banned I'm pretty much a lot of them. Yeah, there are a it.
1: lot of countries that are just like, ah, ah. Like, so... Don't don't think that that American like okay American passport is very valuable, but American vaccination cards they are side eyeing the fuck out of us coming through customs. They are unimpressed, my nigga. Like truly, um. So yeah, but it, honestly, let's end this on a good note. Well, this segment, RIP Colin, po- Colin Powell. Um,
0: it's okay my- to it's okay to mourn a person or understand that a sad a person died. And understand that that person was not perfect in life. You don't, you're, you're not being fake or you're not being, you know, a hypocrite. If you're like, damn, Colin Powell died. But also like, Colin Powell was like low-key, like a warmonger. Or so like, you know what I mean? It, it's okay to have du- can duality say, feelings.
1: Fuck that nigga and also be respectful. Like, you can also just be mature about those feelings. But emotional maturity is a thing I learned in therapy too. So <laughs> there's that. And speaking of immaturity, Calvin, you ready to argue? Sure. Mm-hmm. You posed a very interesting question, and I'm curious as to your thoughts. You said, is it worse if your partner cheats on you with someone who looks just like you or someone who is the complete opposite? So, Don't be going out there and getting the great value version of Alex. <laughs> Nothing will piss <laughs> me off more.
0: And, and, so, and so I was talking about it. You know, I was thinking about it. But also, you know what I'm saying, me and, me and Beloved, you know what I'm saying, shout out to her, love you, baby. Uh, Just be having conversations Aww. about,
1: you know what
0: I'm saying, I got to, we got to, you know, add some positivity. It's been a really negative first 30 minutes. I got to, you know what I'm saying, shout it some. not that in. fucking bad. Well, according to us, it won't, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, <yeah. laughs> You know, um, but, so we're talking about like, because we're talking about like, you know, the sort of situation, she was like, She was like, if you break up with me and and, and get with a white girl, I will become that toxic ex. (laughs) And I will will be
1: a, listen, and I will be the enabler of the year. You want to talk about showing, going, wearing less and going out more? You want to, listen, I'm pretty sure that amongst the boys group chat, that I am the girlfriend that y'all fear the most. When your friends be like, oh yeah, I'm going out with Alex. Y'all niggas get in the chat immediately. Y'all know she going out with Alex, right? Alex, Alex, Alex. Like, I am a boyfriend's worst nightmare. Not because I'm going to have your bitch in these streets doing anything crazy, but I'm going to have your bitch in these streets doing something fucking crazy. Like, listen, don't, I mean, not even crazy. Like, she'll be in good hands.
0: The only thing that saves you is the fact that I know that you care about me enough that you wouldn't do that to mine. <laughs> That's the only thing. Because i I told, I, listen, I'm not saying anything behind your back that I won't say to your face. I've definitely told her, I was like, the fact that Alex is my friend. If Alex wasn't my friend, oh, yeah, she would definitely be the girl. I'd be like, you're going out with her? Okay. <laughs> keep, keep your location on. Matter of, fact, matter of fact, text me when you get back home. I'll be up.
1: <laughs>
0: like, Baby, bumping into you
1: at functions that you didn't know me and beloved was going to be at. It's like, it's a highlight of my night. I can't sit I, up here and say it. I don't I truly hate enjoy it. it.
0: I hate Truly it. enjoy I, it. I absolutely hate it. Absolutely hate it. I absolutely hate it. I'm going out. <laughs> <laughs> never. 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 Like, I'll be, like, happy to see Beloved and I'm like, hey, Alex, I'm like, y'all really is going to go out in, in the city? And no, yeah. one says they, no one says that they got, like, one or two functions anyway, so we go rave each other, you motherfucker. Anyway. Nigga, I
1: took her out the city last week, and your black ass just happened to be there. Like that was not my problem.
0: <laughs> I'm not talking about. I was talking about in Cincinnati. Col- listen, the Columbus shit. I even wasn't even mad at you for because that was just happenstance. That was just niggas. Just oh, everybody decided to go separately. But n- niggas be coming in the city, knowing that there's one function that we're all gonna go to, and just not be not telling me.
1: <laughs> oh, you are gonna be hurt homecoming? Because I don't know what to fucking tell you.
0: Same. I don't know what
1: the fuck to tell you.
0: Oh, warning now, would be nice, nigga.
1: Like I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is my city, nigga. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> or like, hey, I'm. You know what I'm saying? Just like keep keep your head on swivel. You know what I'm saying? Because just also, awesome. like, you ain't gotta be like her around just like, hey, like by the way, like you know what I'm saying? Just FYI, nigga. Like <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. So we not going to agree on this anyway but back to the original question so because i was talking about it like i was just like what would be worse because would you be mad if like say you like you short no say you tall and, and like light skin and he get with like a short dark skin would you be mad if that or would you be mad if he gets somebody that's like a carbon copy of you
1: i'll be honest with you Stuff like that. See, getting work emails at this hour is just egregious. Um, I'll, I, I won't lie. Because I've had an eclectic taste in boyfriends and backgrounds, you finding somebody who's the opposite of me doesn't necessarily bother me. Like if we're in a relationship and you find a woman Who's light skinned with a fat ass who's like 6'3? The 6'3 part would probably bother me a little more because it's just like, nigga, you climbing trees? Like, no,
0: going on? <laughs> no, he's he not dating her. He just recruiting her to play for the Lakers. It's, you know, that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not his boo thing. That's his that's his client. He's an agent.
1: I mean, shut up, Calvin. We don't discriminate against <laughs> tall women either.
0: But I, like, I listen, I I don't discriminate either. It's just funny. It's like, so like, where can I find a man on the, at the LA Fitness? Go run a you, pick and roll.
1: Like, my nigga, if you were looking for a six-man, just say that. But I just... But, like, I, I don't know. But for me, I I don't know... Shout out to a man who can find a carbon copy of me, first of all. Because, bitch, I am me as fuck. I've never ran across another woman who reminded me of me. Ever. Ever. I've never met a me... I've never met another me. I've never met another me. Honestly, I would, ch- I would give my exes, any one of my exes, $1,000 if they found a bitch that was just like, oh, yeah, you match Alex's energy. like. And I'm not that arrogant to say that there isn't somebody out there, but I've, I haven't run across a me, and I don't even know if I would like a ver- another version of myself. So a nigga that's able to have me and entertain a woman who reminds him of me, kudos, nigga, because that's a lot. Like You have a very <laughs> clear type.
0: And you also have a, t- a high tolerance for bullshit, like <laughs> hot garbage. Because I'm getting ready to take you through it. <laughs> like I'm just thinking about it. Because also b- b- the difference is for me. I don't know. I feel like people always say I look like other people. I don't look like. I actually they,
1: hate that compliment.
0: Because it's like, oh, you look like so-and-so. No, I don't. I just got glasses and I'm and I'm not light skinned. Like, nah, me and this nigga don't look nothing alike. Like you know, what I'm saying I, like niggas just want to every every somewhat big nigga who got glasses and me no so like I feel like but if but if you 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 left me and then you got with like a super light skinned nigga like I'm like oh, that so that so which one was the outlier was it me or this nigga like who was the combo breaker here <laughs> um but I yeah like because if you got somebody who's like okay, cool. You like teddy bears. You like big niggas. All right, cool. Clap, clap it up for you. But you got like, with like a skinny nigga next? I'm like, damn. Beneath. <laughs> the nerve. Unmitigated gall. The
1: girl. fucking unmitigated gall. But no, honestly, I, mm, if you were to find a carbon copy, Alex, my first question would be and, and like, and if I had to ask a question instead of just beating your ass, <laughs> um, like
0: like, no you get you have to ask one question before you swing
1: sometimes the store brand is better let's be clear sometimes you don't always want frosted flakes sometimes you want oats
0: <laughs> you you want fruity <laughs> you want
1: fruity like sometimes honestly sometimes the, the kroger brand cereal is more fire than the actual cheerios Sometimes it's cheaper. The box be bigger. The bag lasts longer than the box. You get more for your money. You get more for your money. Like, I understand the value in store brand shit. I get it. I truly get it. I think my question would be why wouldn't you just break up with me first? Mm.
0: Like, I'm not interested in heartbreak. So, like, like, I understand cheating. And like, this was more so like, you're already going to be thoughty after cheating, right? Like I'm not. Again, we're not condoning the cheating part of this. It. It's just like, what would twist the knife a little more, right? Like obviously, you're going to be mad if someone cheats on you, regardless, right? It's not going to be like, a, oh, you cheated on me with a life, skin, bitch. It's okay. Like,
1: I'm not going to lie. I think when it comes to cheating, and I've had to really dissect this. Me and my therapist had this conversation actually earlier in my sessions with her because it was a part of the. It was a part of the reason for my divorce, but. Um, why doesn't why isn't cheating such a big offense to me? And honestly, I think about like human nature. Niggas always either te- like motherfuckers have to either test the boundaries, or the grass always seems greeter Or what's the point of cake if you ain't eating it too? Like cake is not a novelty. Like my nigga, you're gonna want a slice, and you're gonna want to see what that shit tastes like. So. Me understanding all of those things, cheating has never been like a a deal breaker for me, so to speak. And honestly, like...
0: I do believe you can love someone and cheat on them.
1: I do believe that you can love somebody and cheat on them. Because I've never been... I've personally never taken cheating personally. I've never been like, oh, well, what do you see in her that you don't see in me? And why do you think that... You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never compared myself to a person because of cheating like cheating was never the reason for comparison for me honestly you want to make me jealous cheat with a bitch with a bigger bag than me what oh my god you oh, want to no, hurt like, my fucking feelings
0: oh, oh yeah that would definitely because i was thinking about it like oh, I, you mean it, to tell it, me she could do more tricking than i can oh my god like that's like that i was thinking about it because again you know in this conversation the either or like if you cheat with a bum ass nigga i'm gonna be salty but if you cheat with like an NBA player, I'm gonna be salty and can't do shit about it, right? You like, know what I'm saying? Like, I'll
1: be sick and I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> I, but can't being do, bad. Like, I can't even compete. As a matter of fact, like you cheat, you're cheating with a bitch who's better than me. I'm just gonna let you have it. Like you know what, my guy, you got it. I'm not even gonna fight you here. She can if, listen. If clearly, the coochie better. Clearly, the bag is better. Clearly, she's doing something for you that I just obviously cannot even compete. And I'm not going to compare what I, I can't compete where I can't compare. So you and her go live a very happy life. And I, me and my feelings, I'm going to pick them up and cry in my one, in my two-bedroom
0: apartment. Like, if, you enjoy if, her penthouse. If, I'm you, just catch, if it. you catch a girl at any season-open basketball game, she, she is fucking one of the niggas on the team. Like she made, she could go to the game because you know she likes sports. You catch her a season opener, nigga. She is fucking one of them niggas on the team. You know how hard a season opening ticket is, nigga. She is fucking them. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like nah, like actually, like if you it, 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 if I got cheated on by NBA player, I'd be like I'm gonna be hurt, but I'm gonna be like damn, like. Can you at least give me some money? Like, before we end this out, like, can you, like, you know, I, I need pain. I need, I need payment for my, my pain and suffering. <laughs> you got it. You, ask that nigga for some bands so you can pay me off properly so I don't make a stink.
1: Okay, like, I don't want to make a fuss. I don't want to raise no hail. Just make sure you break mine off. Uh, give me the chips with the dip, and I swear to God, I will go mind my business. Like, I wish that, and, and in my head, I was cheating, such, was such a bigger deal to me. Um, on the receiving end. Now, don't get me wrong. On the giving end, I do believe in boundaries. And I know that in my current relationship, that is absolutely a terminable offense. That nigga's not fucking going at all.
0: You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, I, listen, absolutely. You bat, better bat, play
1: with something safe.
0: That so, nigga, nigga will put your head between the washer and dryer and not in a nice way. my
1: head clean off my goddamn
0: shoulders. And, and then will call your friend and be like, come, come, get your, come get your bitch's head. I told him not to play with me.
1: I told this hoe not to
0: play with me. Like, and honestly, it, and again, it's, I think cheating is a symptom more of an actual cause, right? Like, if, if cheating is like for cough, it's not like you don't get diagnosed with the cough, the cough is a symptom, right? And it's more so about like what led you or what happened to get to that point where you just, where you just, did you make a mistake? Was this, or did you, did you slip up? Like, and at the end of the day, a lot of people, both men and women, just don't want to be embarrassed. Like, at the end of the day, this person that I love and I care for, like, don't embarrass me. You know what I mean? And, some, and a lot of times, you niggas move so shittily that niggas be embarrassed. Like, just some of the stories that, I, that, that we hear, I'm like, you not embarrassed? Like, the fact that everybody can pick out your nigga side bitch? You not embarrassed?
1: I'm not even going to lie to you. I miss the days where side chicks had shame.
0: We need to bring back public shaming.
1: We need to, honestly, <laughs> I'm getting ready to sound like a hypocrite because we can't sit here and say bring back shaming on an anti-bullying episode. I
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can't. But the, I, honestly, <laughs> I, so so hear me out. I, I thought about this, right? I, I really thought this through. It's not about shaming for like opinions, right? Like it's not, if like if you like drums and I like flats, I'm shaming you because you like drums. No, that's Don't disrespect
1: me. This is a flat household extra that, lemon pepper, okay?
0: Oh, but you see my fucking point. You know what I'm saying? That's a difference of opinion. That's not something that you should shame somebody over. That's a difference of opinion. But like, if you believe the, the earth is flat, we should shame you for that because you're wrong. And, and it's
1: obviously only, you're
0: stupid. You're dumb as shit, bro. If you're, if you're saying things or doing things that are dumb as shit or foul as shit, Yes, we should be able to shame you because, honestly, that that public shame is, was was something that was a deterrent for a lot of people. People who may have quietly agreed with whatever the fuck the, 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 the town fool said knew not to say that shit publicly because they know what they would be shamed for it. And so I'm not going to lie. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Obviously, dumbass opinions, yes. I fucking agree with. Like, Earth is Flat, anti-vaxxers. Like, we should
0: public shame the fuck out of some people. But black like
1: Republicans, like, there are certain people <laughs> who deserve public shame. There are certain people who deserve public shame. But like, I don't, Black Republicans confuse the fuck out of me.
0: Honestly, but you know what? On the flip side of that, I've never met a broke Black Republican. Honestly, no, honestly, and we, we know that we're not the political podcast, but I, under, I don't agree with them but I could understand how they got there. Does that make sense? Oh,
1: I get it. Oh, I totally get it. Yeah, that doesn't like, mean was, I'm not going to roast the fuck out yeah, of here. No, no, like, like, you no,
0: what? no. Like, no, like, no, you, like, the good news is you came a long way. The bad news is, nigga, <laughs> you, you went, went the wrong, the wrong, way. wrong way. <laughs> way. Nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? So, But, uh, but I just think when it, when it comes to, like, certain things, like, you know, public statement is, is still a valuable tool because no matter how many, how much people front, like, they don't give a fuck about what anyone else feels like. Yes, you do. You, like, you may not give a fuck about what a certain subset of people, but, but if it's an entire timeline, if you're the main character on social media today, that hurts your feelings. You may try to tweet through it, but it hurts. You know what I mean? So it's, like, certain things, like, but also when it comes to, like, side chicks and side niggas, like, they don't have no coofs no more, bro. Like. Y'all niggas is out here wilding like you the main. No, you are you are the mac and cheese. You are you are the green. You are out here wilding like you are the chicken, you are the ham, you are the turkey, and you are not. Like here's the thing, because whatever leverage that you think you have over whoever the main person is, because you fucking this nigga, you fucking shorty. They haven't chose you. (laughs) Like You're willingly getting dicked down. You willingly are getting, you know what I'm saying, fuck, you are willingly out here tricking or spending on this shorty and she is actively not choosing you in your face. (laughs) Because if she really liked you, she would break up with that nigga and be with you. I mean, the
1: other part about it is this. Is what y'all had going on so great why won't y'all break up with your significant others to be with each other? Because you can't sit here and tell me, "Oh, I don't want to lose her and I don't want to break her heart and I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I do want to continue to fuck around and see you." Like, have it, some it, balls. It's
0: a it's a real it's a real thing. Like it'd be like, "Yeah, like it, okay. If you if you make a mistake that's one thing, right? Like if you really truly like maybe you you got you got drunk one night, or you made a mistake, whatever you you know, slipped and fell on some dick, like I don't know, whatever, 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 motherfucker be doing, like that's one thing, right? You know what I mean? But sometimes, and like you you if you fell out of love with sure, her, you say that. <laughs> if you fell, if you no longer love this nigga, then say that. Otherwise, one, Like you know, you like I said, I can't be a hypocrite and say. If you can love someone and cheat on them and not understand that, like, you still love that person, but you, you just may have made a mistake. or you fucking up? But if you really have truly fell out of love with that person, then, bro, it, it's time. It's time. Right. It's time. Stop watering dead plants.
1: I think that people aren't honest about what they want and how they want it. Because you're so afraid of hurting somebody that you're going to hurt somebody
0: and that's a word that's a word look at you
1: you can't do that sometimes and i think this is the adult thing right the adult hard facts and hard truths and getting what you want you're not going to satisfy everyone around you but you have to be able to live with you and the decisions that you make so i'd rather a nigga break up with me because i'm not what he uh, this is the thing that scares me about love right? This is the thing that scares me about longevity and relationships. If, we're just, if I can be honest with the people for a minute, it's not the falling in love part that scares me. It's the fact that I know what it feels like to wake up one day and have a nigga just change his fucking mind. Change his mind. Get up, wake up one day, and just want something completely different, want a totally different life, want a totally different trajectory, want a totally different future, and none of his plans. Involve you at all. And it happens so fast. And it happens in the blink of an eye. And the only thing you can do as a woman is accept the shit and move the fuck on. Pick up those pieces and figure them the fuck out by yourself. Because if you're not what that nigga wants, there's nothing you can do to convince him to make you be what the fuck he wants. You literally just have to accept it for what it is and move on. That's the part about being in love and being in a relationship that scares the flying fuck out of me. Because niggas, it's not that you changed your mind. It's about the fact that typically when that shit happens, it doesn't happen gently or with respect or any ounce of integrity. Because motherfuckers aren't just that honest about their feelings. They're not. And the reality of the situation is your truth, you you, men don't think that they owe their partner the truth because they know that that truth hurts them. And for some reason, you think that if you give somebody your honesty and you stand in your truth, that the reward for being honest is getting what you want. And that's not always how that works at all. So the scary thing about trusting somebody, the scary thing about lending yourself out to love is that this person does not have to love you forever. You're just praying and hoping that they do. And you're creating an environment that sets it up, for and hopefully, hopefully, that you're creating an environment that sets y'all up to be in love forever. But I've been in relationships where I felt like if I gave this man my truth, that he would break up with me for it, so I withheld it. Or if I showed up 100% authentic in myself, that it wouldn't be enough, so he would break up with me, so I would overcompensate and allow certain shit that I knew for a fact I was not fucking cool with. I know what it feels like to be in a relationship with somebody that you feel like you got to compromise your boundaries because you're scared to be alone. And let me tell you something. There is so much peace in moving the fuck on. There's so much peace in being like, you know what? If this nigga doesn't choose me, it would hurt, but I'm going to be all right. And I had a friend tell me a long time ago, breakups suck, but it is a whole lot better to It's a lot easier to self-care when you got some money in the bank. (laughs) That nigga broke your heart. You better go cry on the island. Them bitches not acting right, you better book a boy's trip and go spend that shit in Vegas and fuck a couple strippers. Like, it sucks, right? Like, I'm trying to be lighthearted about it. But that is the scary part about love. Is that the only thing that you can do is treat this person right and pray that they recognize it and reciprocate it. And I have had to realize and through a lot of growth and a hell of a lot of therapy that the only thing that I can do, even if I choose us, a tiny part of me has to choose me. Because there may be a day that comes that you stop choosing us and I'm going to still have to show up and choose Alex. So finding the balance between taking care of you and taking care of us is important. So that's the part about love and relationships that scares me the most. Scares the fuck out of me. Scares like scares the total shit out of me. It's
0: it's easy. I think someone asked on Twitter: Is it easier to to find a relationship or maintain one? And that and the answer is absolutely to maintain one. Um, like the reason <laughs> we we jokingly talk about the honeymoon phase, but like it's a real thing, right? It's new. You get wrapped up in it. You just you you're so happy to explore all the good parts about a person but what they don't tell you is when you learning about a person and exploring a person means exploring the stuff that ain't as good as you as you want it to be like no one's perfect and like you will run into people's flaws and like i think a sobering realization is when you realize that you're awesome that you may be toxic or you that you are to blame or that you have take you need to take some responsibility for how certain relationships ended in your life or you know that maybe i'm not moving as as up to date as I need to in this in this situation, like maybe I am leading this girl on, maybe whatever the case may be, it's a sobering reality because we're often taught, especially in relationships, to, to, that that you're not to blame, that 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 whoever did, whoever did it to you is their fault and it's only their fault, and sometimes it's not. Like sometimes you have to take accountability for the, for the part that you played in whatever. The ending was even if it's a small part big part medium part whatever and like when it comes to like a maintaining a relationship and i'm speaking from it like you know from from a level of experience it's like like trying to understand that that person uh, somebody said something and, I, and i'm gonna butcher the quote so i'm gonna paraphrase it that like expecting your partner to just know I think it was I think it was trip. I think it was trip. Expecting your partner to just know something is a is a level of arrogance that can't sustain a relationship.
1: At all. I don't expect and, my man to know anything I haven't communicated.
0: And, like, I, and so, like
1: and to be honest with you, I'm the kind of person who hates repeating herself. I really do. I hate hearing myself say things multiple a multitude of times. I hate communicating the same problem more than once. The false reality is that sometimes in a relationship, you have to. Sometimes niggas can hear you but not feel you. So I know for a fact I've said things that I'm like, all right, I know I've communicated this as a problem, but maybe you need to see it in real time. So when it comes up again, because it is, (laughs) it absolutely is, you have to say, hey, babe, remember when I told you that this bothered me? Well, you just did this thing and this is how it bothers me relationships require patience and repetition
0: and it also requires it requires disagreements so don't have to turn into arguments at all and, and 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 arguments don't have to turn into breakups right like it's it's, it's stopping one level short of where old you would have took it where it's like where you mm-hmm. can't be so afraid because I, I had to stop i had to stop myself because you know listen. We hear this all the time as men, happy wife, happy life. Like As long as she happy, you good. But then it's also like, no, but you, if you not happy, nigga, then you not good. So what we doing? And so just being, being more willing to communicate, hey, that hurt my feelings without feeling like it's going to turn into an argument. Just because like, hey, I, I ain't like how you did that. I ain't like how you said that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of holding it in and then when you blow the fuck up or when, or when, she brings up the shit that she don't like about you. You was like, hold on, but you did this that, and third because now you look like you're deflecting. It's just really having that conversation of like, hey, this, this, this hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's why it hurt me. But also when you do some shit that hurt your partner, even unwittingly, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. But even unwittingly, you was like, hey, I, what didn't mean to, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that was a, a big issue. But now that I see that it is, I'll work to change it. Or like, hey, I'm sorry, but I didn't listen to you the first time when you told when you said this bothered you. I thought you, you know, I didn't know that you really, you know what I mean? Like, that sort of thing is because you got to over-communicate relationships, man. Like, you got to over-communicate, especially when you're dealing with people who are so used to doing shit on their own. Like, you're dealing with two people who are so used to doing shit on their own, being self-sufficient. Like, don't worry about it. I got it. Even something as small as, like, hey, nigga, when you say you want something, maybe give your girl a chance to actually buy it for you. Just like, because you're so used to just doing this shit on your own, handling this shit on your own. Like, you the gotta do That level people...
1: of self sufficiency is a defense mechanism. It absolutely is a trauma response. Sometimes I have to realize that I am independent, not because I always want to be, but because I've always had to be. Like, I've always had to look out for me plus one. I've always had to have my own back a lot of different times. So at sometimes releasing the reins or the controls of the reins sometimes is a little hard for me because I've always had to hold on to that shit for dear life at times. And realizing that I have a partner who got me, I got you. And we bump heads not because, not because I don't think that he got me. Of course he does. Not that I don't trust his leadership. Of course I do. But sometimes my biggest issue or my biggest downfall is Trusting him that he got me how I would have me. And he absolutely does. And trusting him to handle Alex how I would handle Alex. And knowing that, no, he's not. Not all the time because he's not Alex. But as long as you have a person who's willing to learn and willing to grow and willing to understand. And in relationships, we have to get out of the mindset of, I don't have to explain myself to you. Yes, the fuck you do.
0: That's
1: not even just in romantic relationships. But if you hold a responsibility, you do have a responsibility to the people in your lives to explain where you're coming from because understanding is not assumed. I don't like always she, know.
0: Like they should just know me because they know me for, nah, mm-hmm.
1: No, all right, sis. All right. That's a very, very, very slippery slope that you're exploring there. And you may not necessarily be wrong, but people don't owe you understanding. Actually, no, people do in your life, the people who do want to be around you and do want to love you, you they do owe you understanding. But in order to give understanding, you also have to give explanations. You have to give a little in order to gain a lot. And, and
0: I and think that thing, there's a level of
1: humility that comes with that. Like I don't, I'm not arrogant or, or selfish in that manner. I know where I fucked up at. And even if I don't know where I fucked up, I'm always willing to have the conversation. Motherfuckers expecting you to kiss their ass when it comes to that. Like, no, I don't owe you shit. Because a lot of times, and we talked about it last week, so I'm not going to harp on it, but a lot of times the people who you feel like you owe, what you feel like you're owed, you probably also owe in return. So if you feel like niggas owe you some respect, you probably owe some respect. If you feel like niggas owe you an explanation, you probably owe them some clarity. You know what I mean? Like. You have to give a little to gain a lot,
0: and one thing that we don't talk about oftentimes is if if you are a person that feels like people should just know then the, then then the people in your life are all, now they're starting to try to analyze your every move, they're trying to guess how you're feeling, and that becomes annoying at some time because now i'm I'm reacting and overreacting to perceive things that you didn't even know that you were doing, but because I have to try to peep and figure out shit. I, like now, I'm on, I'm on eggshells. I'm on my I'm on my. And it's like, toes. bitch, why are you being weird to me? <laughs> like when we, you know, what I mean, it's honestly like a lot of things could could have been avoided in my past relationships, past friendships, if we had talked it out, like real life, talked it out before I got to a, a, a point of no return. Like there, you know, what I'm saying, obviously, I'm super happy in my relationship, but there's previous relationships where we didn't need to break up. If we had just talked to each other before it got to the point where it's like, now it's becoming an untenable situation. You know what I mean? Because you feel like I should know this and now I'm getting annoyed because you're not communicating your needs. You're just expecting me to know them. So now I'm annoyed. You're annoyed, but I'm annoyed. You're annoyed that I'm not catching the hints. I'm annoyed that you're not speaking up like an adult. Now we're here. Instead of like, hey, it, it sounds elementary, which is ironic because I spoke to elementary school students. That, but it is like, hey, this bothers me because of this. And if that person cares about you, they'll be like, I don't even mean it like that, but I apologize because you took it like that. And I now got to own up to that. Because I, just because I didn't mean it like that doesn't mean that's how clearly I offended you, clearly I hurt you. Let me, let me own up to that. Or if they don't fuck with you, you know it's a very simple situation. And we make it so much more difficult because we feel the need. We feel like our arrogance feels like you should just know me. So you should know how I feel and you should know that pissed me off, right? And I'm not saying on some, if they keep doing the shit, like give them grace, like, but if you explain to some if you explain something to somebody a couple of times, and they still don't get it, or now they're doing it because it pisses you off, you have your answer. But you can't, you're, you can't skip steps when it comes to communication. Like, it has to go one, two, three, four.
1: I agree. It goes right foot up, left Less foot fly. <laughs>
0: Like, it go right foot up, it go left foot slide, man. But no,
1: so, you know, communication, we talk a lot about communication, but communication truly is king, and it truly does, like, rule the world, and you really just have to say what you mean, how you mean it, and with the people that you love, they are honestly worth those kind of conversations, but you have to be willing to hear, you got to be willing to hear both sides, and sometimes you be having it fucked up. And you need to be willing to hear that shit.
0: That's the thing. People be willing to hear both sides, but don't be willing to hear the side where they fucked up. Like, no Maybe.
1: Like, no. That accountability piece be missing you, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like No,
0: like because again, it, especially when it's someone that you care for, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me, when, 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 when someone that I care for tells me about that I hurt them or tells me that i done something that, that they didn't like, I take it, I take it personal. And I had to stop Do take it personal. personal. No, because, I'm not right,
1: going to lie. I take it personal because I care. Because the shit that I don't care about, I'd be like, oh, your feelings hurt? Uh, You'd be alright. Put a band-aid but, on it.
0: But, but, but what but, I'm saying is, like, when I take it, it's like, you have to understand that, like, you're going to have miscommunication. You're going to get your your signals crossed. You're going to mess up. Like, it's not that that person doesn't love you, doesn't care for you no more. It's just like, hey, you you did something that they didn't like here. It's So it's not okay, but it's not the end of the world. Like, stop I'm right. saying? And so sometimes I'll be like, damn, like, yeah, just be sad and be like fuck but it's also like hey bro like just apologize and move on don't let this ruin your day or get in your literally head.
1: apologize and move the fuck on it's really not hard say it with me now i'm sorry
0: <laughs> uh, what is that french
1: shut <laughs> kiss my ass calvin okay right.
0: <laughs>
1: so we've got a couple holidays coming up uh, of course we're going to touch on halloween of course next week but um so my job is actually doing a Halloween costume contest, and I'm thinking about dressing up as Django.
0: <laughs> Ma- madam, 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 madam. Is that their nigga on that their name? <laughs> madam. So so so, how does this work? Do you report yourself to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> or or does someone report you to you, or do you report yourself to someone Woo. else? Like what yeah. happens when you have to go to the principal office and you are the principal?
1: You know, I don't know, but I'm interested to find out. Truthfully, honestly, um, the second uh, portion of that you're gonna is, be
0: mad with someone dressed up as Leonardo DiCaprio trying to make it a cover,
1: baby. <laughs> Would love if we had to do like partner costume contest for work. I would love it. I would love it. Honestly, I would just n- never mind. No, I wouldn't.
0: But Be careful so much now. Manifest... I don't know.
1: Man. <laughs> let, let me not manifest no bullshit. But um, no. Honestly, I'm thinking about going as Cruella Deville. I never win the contest in the office, the best dress contest in the office, because it's honestly like. It's between me and maybe two other people that give me a run for my money when it comes to best dress. But they robbed me the last two contests and it pissed me clean the fuck off. So now I'm just going to compete for the fuck of competing because I know I'm not going to win. You're not going to vote for me. You know I'm best dressed. I outdress everybody in this goddamn office. Run me my chips with the dip. I know you're not going to do that because it's the, on, like, honestly, it's the no-brainer. Like, duh, we know Alex can dress her ass off We're not giving her shit. So now I'm just going to dress for the fuck of it. I'm just going to start dressing because I know what pisses you off. You can't compete with you can't compare, sweetheart. Anyway, um, the second portion is that homecoming season is coming up. UC Homecoming is the first weekend of November. No, you raggedy ass niggas cannot stay at my fucking house. Do not goddamn ask me. The answer is no. You should have booked
0: your hotel already.
1: You should have booked your hotel in August like I asked you to. So don't be talking about you didn't know that you was coming for Homecoming. Yes, the fuck you did. You cannot stay at my house. I don't give a shit how close I live to campus. Leave me alone.
0: Now we may pregame at your house, but that's for two. We the can sure absolutely
1: pregame at my house. So the only thing we're not pregaming for. All right, so here's the we're deal not pregaming
0: for no cakes and eggs. That's, that's
1: Hell no, no, we're not pregaming for cakes and eggs, and then have to go to tailgate and then make it to the night function. You've got me 360 fucked up, no ma'am, no sir. Okay, so this is what I'm willing to do. Okay, I will if niggas hit me up and they're like, Alex, I want to park my car at your house and Uber down. Sure, because that it requires no supervision on my part. Okay, park you're take your Take your
0: keys. You're gonna take your keys
1: and get the fuck asap. Also, if you do not already have my address, now's not the time to ask me. I know what you're using it for. Suck my dick. So those things are an absolute hell no. But I am absolutely gonna, probably gonna do a pregame for Friday night, just because like it's off of work. A lot of niggas are only gonna be coming into town Friday. Um, so I'm, I'll definitely hold a pregame for, um, Friday night, Saturday after tailgate. If you bring your clothes for fri- for Saturday night and you want to get dressed at my house. Sure. But
0: excuse me, honestly, so- that
1: invitation is open for like five people. Like I'm not, that hey. ain't, this ain't community.
0: But also, it's one of those things. If you have to ask me, if answer's already no. <laughs> if you
1: have to ask me, the answer's already no. Because you should already know if you're, on, if you're cool enough to do that kind of shit with me or not. So let's keep and, it cute, shall we? And,
0: and, and So the thing is, so homecoming season, um, for the most part, it's, it's still not at pre-COVID levels. You know, a lot of the HBCU homecoming's canceled because, you know, we, we was in the midst of the bid, you know. But there's a couple homecoming rules (laughs) that I think we need to address (laughs) while homecoming season is, is, is going on. The first rule is, and my, my boy, Doug, my boy, Mr. Carver, you cannot drink as much as you could in undergrad. Please understand that. Remember that and heed that very well. We do not want to see your grown ass at your big old age, continuing to try to drink like you were undergraduate and end up passed out in the function. No. No, 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 no. We not doing that. We are not doing that. We are not doing that. Secondly, if you are the type of nigga to hit up your old work for homecoming, those texts that have already been sent out a week ago. Do not hit up them last minute then are you coming in town? me. Try, I'm trying to see you. No, 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 no. She already, she already found the nigga who had the initiative. Do not hit up your old work last minute for homecoming. If that's your bag, you should have been hit them up and planted the seeds. No, you...
1: I feel like hitting an old work up during homecoming, all right, just to keep it fair. Because a lot of times, if you're anything like me, you didn't realize that that was old work until it was old work.
0: <laughs> so... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. wait huh?
1: No... <laughs> Uh, like I said, we stated it earlier on this episode. Object permanence is a thing. Okay. I, 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 I needed need
0: need uh, more clarification. I, to say, you I don't mind. Always, I was sometimes like, you don't
1: know that that's old work until you see that it's old work. You're like, damn, that's my old work. I wonder how she's doing. I wonder if that dick still hit right. So sometimes right. old work isn't old work until you see it. Okay. You'd be like, huh, oh, it's homecoming. Maybe. Also, asterisk right here. My house ain't that either. <laughs> this is not the Motel 6 nigga.
0: Oh no, if you planning on knocking out some, you should have been had accommodations. You, you 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 proper planning prevents poor performance. You should if you knew that you was coming in on trash, you should have made sure that you had a bed and or room to yourself so that you could do so on trash without having to tell your homie, "Hey cuz, I need to bed for 30 minutes." No, you are grown. Stop doing that shit. Third and most importantly, and it kind of ties into one. Homecoming is a marathon. It is not a sprint. Please guide yourself accordingly. Because for, for a lot of you niggas are going to be coming in Thursday and drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning, noon, and night, and then trying to do some day party shit before your flight heads out. Please understand that your big age, you need naps, you need food, you need water, you need Pedialyte, you need changes of clothes, you need multiple outfits. You are old enough to have all of this preparation already handled before you step foot for homecoming. Do not be the nigga who's out here lacking and then trying to figure out last minute, like, damn, I ain't get a ticket. No, ne- get busted over the head. Damn, I'm tired as fuck. You should have taken nap between the tailgate and after party. Damn, I'm hungry as fuck. You knew you should you should have grabbed some food, nigga. You should have. Now that
1: is one thing that a bitch is definitely going to do before homecoming is meal prep, because I know everything's going to be disgustingly closed, and it's going to be either disgustingly packed or closed as fuck. I'm not dealing with being drunk and hungry. Absolutely, we're not.
0: we're living in the times where a Waffle House closes.
1: Yeah, like absolutely not. So the one thing a bitch is going to do on that front is be prepared. So, I might, honestly, I might, might, big might, host an after party on Saturday just because it's, it'll be fun. Just because it'll be fun.
0: But... Um, I'm going to tell you one thing for sure on wax. I'm not going to make it. Because if I'm <laughs> going to make it from the tailgate to the night function, that time frame is nap time. So Food and naps.
1: <laughs> I remember one year, I went from the tailgate and took a nap. And then, like, it was time for the night function. And a bitch had no energy. I was dead. They had to roll me off a of Telly's couch. That, I was exhausted. That might,
0: that might have been. It was actually. This is 2019. I told the story about how I got so drunk at the tailgate that I walked home. Uh,
1: yes, that was insane.
0: It, but in my in my drunk mind, it made sense because I was trying to get out of a hot zone for Uber. Right, Uber was surging crazy. Lyft was surging crazy. And so in my head, I was like, if I just move a little bit out of Clifton, it'll come down enough. Where I can get this Uber and it won't be an arm and a leg. By the time it came down, I looked up, I was at Finley Market. So, yeah, don't do that again. But also, clearly, I was tired, right? So I was tired. I passed out on my couch and I woke up to 15, or like, let me not, 12 text messages and missed calls, all with the general theme of where the fuck are you? Mm -hmm. because Calvin,
1: you already have the shittiest habit of leaving a function and not saying any fucking thing and it's not because we care that you left it's a safety issue my nigga like we get it you've always been the biggest blackest thing in the room we understand Biggie Smalls but we also need to know where the fuck you are
0: first and foremost I'm not about to let you get off of calling Biggie Smalls on my platform go to hell no, I'm going to go directly to hell. I'm not about to let you get that off. Continue with your point, nigga. But you wasn't about to just let this... <laughs> it's a safety in. issue. Now, I understand. And so that's why I'm trying to get better at telling niggas I'm home. Because I'm not going to tell y'all when I leave. I got to at least tell y'all when I'm home. But, but in that scenario, but it was like, yeah, but, but also it was like, nigga, I'm only outside because of you. And honestly and truly, if I ain't already, if I ain't just pay that man that money for that ticket, I would have chalked it. But I'm like, I ain't about to let this money I just paid for this thing to go to waste. So I, 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 I muster the strength, I get to where we get to, and then I almost fight someone who looked like Jacquees. So,
1: <laughs> oh, I remember that night. That was that, a long night.
0: That was a long night.
1: Also, my homecoming dress came in, and I don't like it. Go figure.
0: Mm-hmm. It's all good. I ain't you know what I'm saying. There's so many things I need to buy but haven't bought because I've just been so busy, I haven't had time to like look and shop. It fits and like shit.
1: a bib. No, it fits like an apron and it's bothering me. I just truly, truly don't like it.
0: And and, and you're not cooking in it, so it shouldn't fit like an apron.
1: You know, hey maid.
0: I see you in your maid outfit like I all you always in. Hey, yeah,
1: girl. like I just don't like it. I just don't like it.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing I don't envy. Cause I listen. A nigga could go on. Niggas all can throw on
1: fucking anything and be straight. Fine, flyest niggas in the room. Me, I got to worry about titty, stomach, and ass. I don't like it. But you know what? Shout out to the fact that my boyfriend is a tailor. I don't have to worry about too many wardrobe issues. As a matter of fact, he sold me into the dress that I wore for the. Um, For OSU's homecoming.
0: Shout out to that nigga. You keep adding one thing a week (laughs) about this nigga that has totally left me. Don't think I don't notice. You keep dropping these random facts. Like 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 uh fucking handsome and Gretel in the cookies, nigga. Like you keep dropping. I
1: absolutely love it. So just so you know that I have a well-rounded nigga. Like I'm
0: (laughs) man. (laughs) I'm <laughs> are very you are you are you dating like the Dosakis man? <laughs> like, shut up, Calvin. The most interesting man in the world, head ass.
1: <laughs> I love it here, and actually, you love it for me.
0: I told you that. This, listen, just because I love it for you, don't mean you can't get these jokes, nigga. Like duality.
1: <laughs> Tired. Anyway, so I am actually going to end this on a positive note, if you don't mind. Yes, ma'am. Tonight, we are recording on Wednesday, October 20th, and it is a, the full moon is in Aries. And this full moon, the intentions behind this full moon are just about stating your claim and speaking up for yourself and moving with your honest and true true intentions. If you want it, now's the time to claim it. If you want it, it is yours. Nothing is holding you back but you. And if you really truly think that you deserve something, go for it. Now's the time. Um, ironically, I have a very important meeting at work tomorrow. I'm looking forward to. It's about taking what's mine. I have a few other important conversations with some loved ones that I'm getting ready to have this week as well about <laughs> setting boundaries, taking what's mine, and now's the time. Don't leave this year. We are in quarter four. Do not leave this year without your intentions being known, without getting it back in blood and setting yourself up for quarter one of next year, the best that you can be. Um, leave, leave nothing on the table during this full moon. Nothing. Don't leave anything on the table. Put it all out there. Set your intentions. Set what you want. Not even asking. We are taking it. Now is the season. You have planted all the seeds. You have done all the harvest work. Now is the time
0: to reap what you sow. So, And before we go, we will be remiss. To not shout out our producer, our absolutely, main, our main man. You know what I'm saying, Gil B, producing. Um, he was actually in the city. Um, unfortunately, he was in the city, <sighs> the weekend we weren't in the city.
1: Oh yeah, I was out of here.
0: Like he was in the city. He was in the city. The weekend we weren't, and so. Um, but I want to make sure I will be remiss to not give a shout out to our producer. Like if like he is the engine that makes the show go, we cannot do it without him. We can, like all. He, I know he'd be sick of our shit because we be we be asking him to do a lot, but he always does it with a smile and appreciation. So I want to make sure we give a shout out to the one and only producer of the Shoot Your Shot platform. I want to make sure we give a shout out to Gil because without Gil, man, we would we would not be where we are. So appreciate you, brother. Love you, brother. Appreciate you always,
1: always. Um, we know that <laughs> we know that. Being our producer, hell, being our friend is not is hard, but being our producer and rolling with our punches and being flexible and just delivering and being on time about it and giving us a quality episode week after week does not come without hard work and dedication. So Gil, we love you. You are definitely on the Shoot Your Shot Christmas list this year, um, as many friends of the show are. And we just appreciate you. We love you. And thank you for your consistency. We literally cannot do this without you.
0: It's your boy, C. Daddy.
1: It's your girl, Ali Nicole.
0: We are out. Peace. Hey. I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing good defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone. About the shoot, about the shoot, about the shoot my shot. Yo. About the shoot, about the shoot, about to shoot my shot. Yo. Girl, let pick you posted.